Welcome to the Grow to Gold podcast. My name is Brett Goldstein, and today I will be co-hosting with Kyle Freiberger of the First Class Health podcast for a live Zoom recording of the Five Levels of Leadership by John C. Maxwell. And those five levels are as followed, and they're exactly what we're going to be covering today, which is level number one, positional leadership, which is by far the lowest level, that is being a leader by title only, level two, permission, level three, production, level four, people development, and then the ultimate level, which is level five, the pinnacle level of leadership. And then we'll wrap it all up with takeaways just to make sure that it makes sense. So Kyle is going to take us away for level one positional leadership. So Kyle, whenever you are ready, my friend. Thank you, good sir. Uh, straight into it, level one positional leadership. This is, like Brent mentioned, uh, the lowest level of leadership in a family or a business setting. It's a positional leadership is entry level. So level one leaders are by title only. They have people that report to them, but the, they do not have team members. They rely on rules, regulations, policy, organizational charts to control their people. Their people uh, will only ever follow them within the stated boundaries of their authority or until they're no longer required to. And positional leadership, it's the only level of leadership that does not require the ability and effort to achieve something. So anyone can be appointed to this position. This is, uh, you know, mom, dad, you know, you become a parent, you're kind of put into that role of a leader. Or if you're um, a brother, sister, even, you know, you have a younger sibling, you're a leader. If you, you have friends, you lead your friends, your partners, um, anybody can be appointed this position. It's not necessarily something that you choose, but it, but it is a position in which you uh, can be put. Um, and this is like, it's a fine starting point, but every person in this, um, in this leadership role should aspire to grow beyond level one and really understanding kind of the next phase, the level two that we're going to talk about. So understanding that aspiring to grow beyond level one and how important it is to just better your life. Um, we're going to touch upon it, but, uh, you know, here's a great quote, Peter Drucker, you cannot manage other people unless you manage yourself first. So the analogy that I always use time and time again, probably gets overused because I'm a pilot, but you have to put your own oxygen mask on first. You have to take care of yourself first. You have to be able to manage yourself first, and then you can help everybody else around you. So getting into level two, and this one is important. This is huge. The shift, most people get stuck in level one. This shift into permission level two is the real step, the real first step into true leadership. Leadership is influence. Leadership isn't telling people what to do. Leadership is influence. When a leader, when a leader learns to function on the permission level, everything changes. So people begin to more than um, to do more than just merely comply with orders, right? People don't always. Complying with orders, we've all been there. We all know, we, we all kind of resent it unless we are very clear of the overall goal and objective of those orders. If we're all chasing the same goal and objective, then it's a little easier to follow those orders. So again, in the permission level two, this is when people start to follow. 
This is people start to fall. And more importantly, they do so because they really want to. Why? Why do people want to follow? Because the leader begins to influence people. Like I said, they, the leader starts to influence people. They get everybody understanding what the purpose is. They get understand, help everybody understand what the mission is. And then they, you know, then the big thing, they stop, they listen, and they ask great questions to clarify, make sure that the people that are following them understand what, every, what the target everybody is shooting for, right? So it's not just permission. It's, it's, it's uh, influence people with rela- influencing people with the relationship and building that relationship. So people, people don't like, people do not um, want to follow somebody unless they actually feel that per- that person that they're following cares for them, right? They want to feel cared for, included. They want to feel valued, trusted. And then you start to work, then they start to work together with their leader and with each other right? Changes the entire working environment. And then the old saying is true. People go along with leaders that they, that they get along with. And expanding on this perfectly, perfect example, and one that I've, I've, I've used ever since I went captain uh, for Canada, the first thing I do when I get on the airplane, and I never, I always kind of understood it. And, and I read some of uh, Mr. Maxwell's books and uh, a few others. But one thing I do is, is once the passengers are, are boarded up and just before we're, we're getting ready to go, you know, sometimes the pilot gets on there and makes an announcement to say hello. And, and this is kind of what's happening there, but I try to go a step further as much as I can. And I'll, I'll get out of my seat. I'll come back. I'll stand in the aisle. There's a, an interphone system there and I'll face everybody. And I'll just be like, Hey everybody, you know, I'm Kyle. I'm going to be, I'm going to be leading this ship, you know, like welcome. And that does so many things. Like it's, crazy the feedback you get from pastors when you do something like that because now it, you're influencing them right they feel cared for they feel like you know the pilot's not just some guy that jumps up in the cockpit and they never get to see they want to see the person that's flying the airplane because the trust you know everybody can relate here that flying for most people can be a little bit scary so again you want people to follow you and you know let's say i have an emergency situation or any situation that I need people to trust me and listen to me so there's no chaos. You want a perfect example of um, getting people to trust you and follow you when there's chaos. Are they more likely or less likely to follow me in that situation, right? So I really wanted to kind of touch on that. Think about that when you're, you know, look at your relationships, look at your, you know, if you're a parent, look at your kids, try to help them understand why it's so important. Kyle, before we jump on, can I give an example? Because I think what you just touched on there was perfect. Yeah, man. So just for everybody listening, right? Everybody's had a boss that just comes in 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 maybe a previous company you were working at where maybe there was a leadership change, a management change. When that person came in, did they bother to try and build a relationship? If they didn't, that person was a positional leader, right? They were there by title only. They looked at the people as pawns, right? As just people that were there to help them get their goal completed, right? From a, from a permission level two, level two side of things in that same scenario, if that leader comes in and the first thing they want to do is get to know the people, get to know the inner workings of the operation, build a relationship. That person is at minimum a level two leader. You cannot accomplish things unless you have people on your side. 
period, end of story. So just understand that is the biggest difference between level one and level two. Anybody can be given a title, but a level two leader begins to start leveraging people and understanding the importance of building relationships. So as we move through these levels, understand level one is anybody can be given a title. It doesn't mean anything. Level two means you're a leader by title, but you're also building relationships with people because you know that that's what leads to the next levels. So keep that in mind as we go through this. And I know we could probably keep expanding on it. So I will really quickly, but, but that level two leadership, that's when you make that switch from telling people what to do then to just listening, right? Most people have their way of thinking. Everybody has their own way of thinking. And if you can learn to listen to the, the other person's um, ideas, suggestions, uh, not only are you going to learn different viewpoints, possibly different ideas, um, but you're also going to show them that you care because you're listening. And then it's asking them the right questions, asking them those thought-provoking, empowering questions. And then you get them to come up with the answer you know, that you probably already knew, but they're more likely to follow you once they realize the answer on their own. They're more likely to be motivated. So, you know, uh, this here by John C. Maxwell, right? I think many people believe that the best way they can help others is to criticize them, right? Give them the benefit of their wisdom, right? Your own personal wisdom. I disagree. The best way to help people is to see the best in them. And that's kind of talking about what I was just, uh, what I was just alluding to, right? See the best in people, help them come up with the solution from within. I love it. Do you, man? I love it. Level three production. This is where things start to get fun. So at level three, you cannot be a leader at level three unless you are a producer. You have to be good at your job to get to level three. At level two, you can be a great person. You can be the friend. You can be the person that people are comfortable having conversations with, but you cannot get to level three unless you are excellent at your job. So from a sales perspective, if you're in a sales organization, a level three leader, they're usually the top producer. They're the person that gets the results and because they get results, they make the most money, they have the most influence. That person is a level three leader. So let's dive a little bit deeper into that. So production qualifies and separates true leaders from people who merely occupy leadership positions, right? We've probably all worked for people in the past that they were a leader by title, right? Maybe they were the son or daughter of the owner, but maybe they weren't the best at their job, but they built good relationships, right? They, they belonged in that position to a certain level, but they were never gonna, they were never gonna take the organization to the next level because what's important to understand here, and if you're taking notes or you're mentally jotting things down, understand that the leader is the lid of the organization. And what do I mean by that? Typically, the people on the team will never exceed the results of the leader. So that's important to understand. So if you really want to build an amazing organization, the leader needs to be the person leading from the front, right? If you want to build a great family, the mother, father, whatever the situation of that family is, they need to lead by example. That's what a production leader is. 
because it's very hard for a leader to tell somebody, go do, go do this better than me, but I can't show you how to do it because I'm not actually doing it myself. That's what I mean when I say lead from the front. Good leaders make things happen. They get results. They can make a significant impact on an organization, a family, any structure where people are involved. Not only are they productive individually, but they are also able to help the team produce. No one can fake level three, just what I said before. Either you're producing for the organization, you're leading from the front, you're having the tough conversations if you're a parent, and adding to the bottom line. Or you're not, right? You can't fake level three. This is where you really have to step up in terms of being a leader. Some people never level up from level two permission where you have those great relationships and people trust you to level three production. And why is that? It's because they can't seem to produce results. And when that's the case, it's usually because they either A, lack self-discipline, B, work ethic, C, organization, or any of those things in a combination, right? They, they don't have the skills to be productive. That's going to be their lid on leadership unless they're able to figure out how they can start being productive and start leading from the front. So if you desire to go to higher levels of leadership, you simply have to produce. There is no other way around it, right? You can be best friends with your people, but if you can't help them be better at their job and you can't set the pace and you can't lead from the front, you're going to have a very hard time leading other people because you're going to be their lid, right? They have to look at you and they have to say, look what this person is doing. They're my leader. Therefore, they inspire me to be able to reach to higher levels because look what they're doing on top of all the other responsibilities they have on their plate. That's what a great level three production leader does. Okay. And a quote that I think goes really, really well with that by Darren Hardy, who wrote an amazing book that I recommend to every single one of my clients or anybody that comes to me and says, hey, I want to get further into personal development, into leadership. If you have not read the book called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, I highly, highly, highly recommend you pick that up right away. It's maybe 100 pages. And again, the quote is to lead, you only need to say, follow me, make your action your instruction. Okay. And that also connects to another book that I've referenced once before by Todd Henry called Die Empty, in which he makes an amazing, really analogy that stands out to me that, that I've referenced this quite a few times. But if somebody was following you around all day long and taking detailed notes about how you went through the day from the moment you woke up until the moment you went to bed and what they saw and all the notes they took stood as the permanent testament or permanent record of your life that other people had to read to be successful, would they be able to open up that book, flip through it, and see exactly what that blueprint looked like? Or would they maybe not be able to see that from what they saw from you? A great level three production leader is going to be able to show somebody how to be successful at their job. So that's where we are. So to recap before we go to level four, Level one positional, anybody can be given a title, right? That might be that manager at that hourly job. Level two, relationship-based, permission, right? I come in, I'm a new leader in your organization. I'm going to build a relationship with everybody there. I might not be the best at my job, but people like me. Therefore, we have a relationship. I'm a level two leader. Level three, production. Not only am I good at my job, but I'm going to show you how to be good at your job. 
that's level three production. So what does it look like at level four? This is where you develop other people, okay? On level three, the emphasis is on personal and corporate productivity. It's about the numbers. The ability to create a producing team, department, organization indicates a higher level of leadership than most others display because the leader must be willing to put their ego to the side. So that's the problem with level three production leadership is that in order to be a top producer, you have to be selfish. And that's why most people get stuck at level three, because there's only so much you can do on your own as an individual. You need to build teams and you need to be able to build systems and processes, which are all built up of other people in order to grow your organization, your family. This is where you begin to empower other people. But in order to do that, you have to take a step back from your personal production, which is hard because by doing that, you often almost always end up taking a pay cut. And that's a really hard thing for a production leader that's used to getting all of their recognition and accolades from how much they're doing for the organization. So you might be working for a leader like this. You might be a leader like this that's trying to make that transition from level three to level four. And the biggest part of that is being able to curb the ego. So to reach the upper levels of leadership that create elite organizations, leaders have to transition from top producers to top developers. And why is that? That's because people are any organization's most appreciable asset, right? There's only so much. If I'm a level three leader and I'm all about myself, there's only so much production that I'm going to be able to do to lift up the organization. But if I can step back and I can develop the people around me, now we have a real chance of becoming best in class. And that's what a level four leader does. They take a step back and they say, let me shift my focus from me to we. That's the big difference between level three and level four. So level four leaders, they're investing their time, their energy, their money, their thinking into growing others as leaders. Leaders on the people development level shift their focus from personal production to development of others. And it's important that you understand this balance. A leader's balance on level four that's doing the job is usually only 20% on their own personal production and 80% on the team. It's the opposite at level three. So 20% their own production and own time, right, on level four, 80% on developing the team, growing that base. On level three, it's 80% on me, leading from the front, 20% on team. So you can see when you flip those percentages, 80% of my time being spent developing others around me, think about how much more we're going to be able to do when 80% of my time and energy is going into actually building up the people around me to be the leaders that they can be. That's the difference. That's the mindset shift. And again, this can be very difficult for highly productive people who are used to focusing exclusively and getting all that praise and recognition for their own personal production. But it's a change that can revolutionize an organization and give it a much, much brighter future simply because there's only so much that that leader can do on their own. One leader is never going to be able to carry the entire team for an extended period of time. So biggest thing here, if you're currently working for a company, 
and you have the ability to produce and you're making money and you're being successful or you have leadership as a, as a goal of yours, understand that the formula is first you produce, then you drop the ego, then you help other people succeed. It is much harder to be that person than it is to be the person that produces. So that's why when you get to that next level, now you're diversifying yourself across so many different people, building teams. That's how you successfully scale anything you want to do. That's how you create great, uh, great kids who create great grandkids. That's how you create a legacy is by developing other people and leaving them better than you found them. That's what people development really is. And I love this quote, a leader is best when people barely know he or she exists. When their work is done, their aim is fulfilled, they will say, we did it ourselves. That's a great leader. When your team feels like they did it on their own and you barely were involved, that is true leadership. There is no ego involved in that. That is pure empowerment of your people, your family, your business associates, that's the true leader that everybody wants to work for, and that's who you should aspire to be. So that's level four leadership. This next part right here, this is the ultimate goal. Level five is the pinnacle. Rare is a leader who reaches level five, the pinnacle. Not, not only is leadership here the culmination of leading well on all other four levels, but it also requires both a skill and, this, and really some amount of natural leadership ability. They have that charisma. They have that just mental EQ that allows for them to understand the landscape of how to be able to get to where they want to go and take the organization there with them. It almost feels effortless. It takes a lot to be able to develop other leaders so that they can reach level four. So a level five leader duplicates and replicates people development leaders underneath him or her. That's what they do because underneath a bunch of level four leaders is going to be level three, level two, level one leaders that are all now aspiring to go up even higher. Okay. So that's what level five leaders do. The individuals who reach level five lead so well and for so long that they create a legacy of leadership in the organization they serve. Okay. That is the absolute head of any big, big company or church or religious organization, whoever right? That's a level five leader. Level five leaders stand out from everyone else. They are cut above and they seem to bring success wherever they go, right? Level five leaders often can pivot between different industries, different organizations. And anytime they get plugged into a certain situation, everything around them explodes. Everything grows because they understand the formula. They understand how to build people up. They understand how to develop. Their ego is not part of the equation. That's what makes a fantastic level five leader, okay? Leadership at this high level lifts the entire organization and it creates an environment that benefits everyone, contributing to its success. Level five leaders often possess an influence that transcends the organization and the industry the leader works in, right? So think about any high level person that's recognized in today's society, right? They're not just influential in their field, right? Any maybe celebrity or actor or actress that actually has a good mission, right? They're not just amazing actors or actresses. They're also involved in different causes, right? They're leading different things. That's a level five leader. 
Most leaders who reach the pinnacle do so later in their careers, but this level is not a resting place for leaders to stop and view their success. It is a reproducing place from which they make the greatest impact of their lives. That is why leaders who reach the pinnacle should make the most of it while they can. With gratitude and humility, they should lift up as many leaders as they can, tackle as many great challenges as possible, and extend their influence to make a positive difference beyond their own organization and industry. So once you've reached this point, now it's your job to reach your hand down and bring as many people up with you as you possibly can. Your job is to duplicate, replicate, and continue to pass your influence on for generations to come. That's what a level five leader does. And I love this quote from Sheryl Sandberg, the chief operating officer of Facebook. Leadership is about making others better as a result of your presence and making sure that it, that, that impact lasts in your absence, right? So it's making people better because you were there, but also making sure that your impact lasts when you're no longer there. That is level five leadership to a T. So just to wrap this whole thing up with takeaways. So I'll do the beginning. Kyle will close this out on the end just so we can all touch on want to touch on uh, the levels together, but level one leadership, that's that positional level, right? It's a great starting point, right? Everybody has to start somewhere. This is the person that's just been given a title. But level one positional leaders are followed by only people because they simply have to, right? You don't want to be a level one leader. We've all worked for level one positional leaders, and it's oftentimes not a very pleasurable experience. This is the only level of leadership that does not require ability and effort to achieve. So you don't want to stay a level one positional leader for very long. Level two is about permission, right? This is where somebody has a relationship, so level two permission leadership is when people start following you because they want to, not just because they have to. Leadership is influence. And when a leader learns to function on the permission level, everything changes. People do more than merely comply with their orders. They actually start to follow. And most importantly, they're doing so because they really want to and because there's a relationship there. The leader has taken the time to shake some hands, meet people, and say, here's what the vision is. Here's why I'm here. I want to be a friend to you. I want to build a relationship with you. And I want this to be a pleasant working experience. A positional leader doesn't do that. They walk in and say, hey, I'm the boss. Here's what I do. And you're going to listen to me or else. That's not what you want to be. Okay. So moving on from here, Kyle, close this out, man. Yeah. And then we move on to level three, which is production leadership. Your results speak from the, for themselves. Production qualifies and separates true leaders from people who merely occupy leadership positions. Good leaders always make things happen. They get results. They can make a significant impact on an organization. Not only are they productive individually, but they are also able to help the team produce no one can fake level three. Either you're producing or you're not. You're adding to the bottom line or you're not. And this is back where we were talking about, you know, a, 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 somebody in this level is not only leading by example, but they're also putting a lot of work into themselves. A lot of growth has to happen in this, in this level to keep ahead. 
right? But then people see that leadership, they follow that leader because that leader is doing everything and then some. And then we transition into a leader on level four, which is the personal development shift. And they shift their focus from production achieved by others to the development of their potential. So like Brett was talking about earlier, usually it's 20% of their focus on their personal productive. Uh, yeah. So in level three, it's usually 80%, a little bit more. Um, but now the shift is more 20% on their personal productivity and then putting 80% they're shifting that 80% on developing um, other people in the team to become leaders, putting a lot of effort into those other people, put them in those positions so that they can lead. And now you're in a, um, you know, one step above trying to help them becoming the best leaders that they can be. And then that transitions into that rare five, uh, level five, um, which is like the pinnacle leader, right? Somebody who is not only, um, you know, not only is leadership at this level accumulation of leading well on the other four levels, but it also requires both a high degree of skill, and some amount of natural ability. Not everybody's going to make it to this um, position in their life. But, um, you know, a lot of people who do get here, you'll know them, you'll see them because their image goes, um, you know, without, you don't even need words. You don't even need to really understand. They don't even really need a, a description. It's like Brett was talking about, you know, a movie star or an actor who goes above and beyond and donates to charity and does all of these extra events because they want to share with the world, um, you know, they want to, they want to really like create that legacy, right. Of leadership. They want other people to follow them because they are in a position where people know them around the world. They have a lot of people that follow them and do and think and, and kind of compare themselves. Right. So those people, they don't have an ego. There's no place for ego at this level. It's create a legacy and uh, of leadership in the organizations that they serve. And that truly just summarizes it all. And, uh, you know, Brett, over, back to you to, to close this out, man. Awesome. Thank you to everybody for jumping in for another Monday Zoom call live recording of the five levels of leadership. This was an awesome one. Kyle, you did a fantastic job as you always Likewise, do. buddy. The benefit of being on these real time, we do these 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, the Zoom link is in my Instagram bio. Kyle posted out as well. Is we have a live Q and A session about anything that stood out to you. So next time we have one Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern time, please feel free to jump in. It's open for everybody, totally free. Um, link is in my Instagram bio. So I look forward to connecting with everybody on there. Please feel free to tune in, and we look forward to seeing you next time on another episode of the Grow to Gold podcast. So have a great day and we look forward to seeing you soon. Take care. Bye.